1: of the Challenge World Championships Episode 5 for Hat Put Podcast. I am Brian Cohn. With me, be, as always, is my co-host Alice. How are you?
0: Uh, I- I'm a 5 out of 10. Ooh. Brian, how are you?
1: <laughs> oh, boy, Just a 5, oh no. Is the remaining 5 because no one went home this week? Is that where the other 5 went?
0: Yeah, it's really, like, from a challenge perspective, we could have had something really interesting happen this week, and instead yeah. we had something not really interesting uh happen to set up something not that interesting happening next week.
1: Yeah, it's very odd. You would thought, you know, Paramount Plus they had the flexibility where they don't have to keep it to an hour or 90 minutes. They could make this one 53 minutes or whatever it might be to squeeze it all in. Um I don't know, this is this this is giving MTV with them trying to stretch to a certain amount of episodes rather than just making the best best product that they could uh, possibly put out there
0: okay that's interesting do you think more time was required this episode to tell the full story because i feel like most i feel the same way i feel after leaving most movies that are more than 90 minutes Mm. i could have trimmed probably 25 minutes out of this episode
1: oh sure i mean they could have trimmed a lot of once they got to the stalemate a lot of that was like oh what's gonna happen what's gonna happen um they could have cut some of that out, but even if they just wanted to get to the elimination, like once you get to the elimination, that only adds an extra like eight minutes or so. Like, and then you could have just had the whole episode and made this one like a little bit extra. Cause there was a little bit extra to the, to the voting process, I guess. But yeah, I mean, I feel like they could have easily have made this a one week thing rather than now we're spilling over again. And now who knows if there's another in a couple weeks, we're having another reset down the road.
0: Well, especially when I mean, jumping quickly to the daily. Um, which I didn't hate, but like when somebody makes such a gaffe in the first five seconds of the daily such that mm-hmm. the edit of the, I don't even think it had to be, but the edit of the challenge was that it was a foregone conclusion the entire time. What was going to happen in terms of the the bottom team? So yep. like trim 10 minutes out of that. <laughs> like maybe the whole segment was only seven minutes, but like right. I felt like we were watching that for a very long time considering how ultimately uninteresting it ended up being.
1: Yeah, that's the only thing I almost wish they just took the liberty and just made Wes's heat go last and just like make it more interesting for TV if they knew if they were just going to do that, just make it more view, uh, viewer friendly. um I did enjoy the daily. That's why I didn't mind the, the, the different heats. I thought it was actually one of the more visually fun ones to watch. It uh, seemed like one of the more fun ones if I was to do it as well. So I didn't mind it being a little bit extra long, but I agree. Like once. Once the thing happened with Wes, it was really just a matter of like who's going to win and how's this going to play out. But yeah, that did take a lot of the air out of the balloon for sure.
0: Uh, yeah, I didn't have any complaints about how long the challenge went on until I came to realize that we were going to not even hear who was going in. Which, right. honestly, if you're going to leave like a TBC on who's going to go into the elimination or who's going to win the elimination, it's so frustrating to then watch it next week on because technically every team is eligible. It's not even which one of two teams are going to lose. So you can edit them out. Right. It's like, in this case, okay, we saw Justine and bananas 600 times. We saw Ben, we saw Theo, we saw like, we saw so many teams that clearly are not going in. And if they go in, <laughs> then they win. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just frustrating because Darrell and Kiki are a team that hypothetically could put in a Kellyanne right and tristan to just continue to not rock the boat and in fact Darrell is probably the person like most likely to do that or the top five people most likely people to do that absolutely but like in theory the excitement is that anybody's eligible so don't show us anyone next week
1: (laughs) right yeah i mean yeah. just don't even have a preview yeah that's a good point though i didn't even think about that that um theoretically everyone really is up for grabs and uh kind of some of that but i mean it's everyone else for grabs really not anyone um it probably is like a small handful of teams and those are the ones they tried to at least deliberately not not show but going all the way back to bidding did, did you catch the uh the intro this week the no
0: and in fact unlike last week where i was like oh shit i forgot to catch the intro this week i was like oh there isn't an intro <laughs> like,
1: no but there know. was <laughs> am i getting a different version i don't understand uh, how is this happening there is they jump the team they show the countries and they show the teams that are part of a country they even show the teams that are eliminated like nelson's still getting airtime
0: am i being punished for having 18 (laughs) different accounts on my p (laughs) plus
1: maybe maybe i don't know (laughs) wow
0: or are you getting punished for not having enough accounts? Like what's the punishment? Having the intro or not having the intro?
1: Yeah, maybe they're bad about doing enough TikToks They're like let's just give him the give him more content that's useless. We're gonna throw this at him. I don't know. Very odd.
0: Um, this is a total <laughs> unsequitur, but I was listening to um sibling watchery, which is a podcast slash YouTube podcast, uh with Bob the Drag Queen and Monet Exchange from Drag Race. <laughs> and Bob Jack Creek told the story about how he's been getting very into um, a TikTok debates, like mm. debating like important political issues, well not even political issues, like human issues, like trans rights, women's rights, whatever and Bob's boyfriend was like, Monet, ask Bob when you went to bed he was like, I went to bed at <laughs> 8 in the morning he was <laughs> like, so you were on TikTok from 2am to 8am and he was like, yep yes <laughs> <laughs> I thought of you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't wait. So this person's name is Is it like ironically that their their name is Bob? Because that's like the most generic name to go with Bob the drag queen. Because you normally like a drag queen's name is usually like spicy and fun. It's just Bob.
0: Literally spice. Um yeah, I don't claim to know enough about Bob's origin. Bob is not their uh birth name. Like mm. it's a it's a stage name, but uh I mean it's that's probably like the only person. In the in,
1: I think that's the only person in history whose stage name would be Bob. Normally you go away from what about Bob Sideshow for-
0: Bob? That was his given name?
1: I I don't know. Maybe <laughs> sorry, it's so the second person in human history. <laughs> I don't know. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, is this is a nickname a stage name? Like I would bet that most Bobs in Hollywood history were Roberts.
1: Well, yeah, I mean that doesn't that doesn't count. I'm <laughs> saying if you're, yeah, if your name is like Letitia and you go to Bob, like it's like a drastic change. I think Robert to Bob or Bobby is a uh, you know same realm, but there's a whole other topic about where the origins of those names come from because some of them are wild. But yes, uh,
0: I think this is your next attack angle. You're not feeling that inspired by the challenge to. I'm do honestly
1: not, cards. and I think that's the problem. Yeah, because like, you know it's funny. I this cast seemed good. On paper, I think, sort of. But, and I've, I've enjoyed watching it this week. I, I did enjoy it. I, w- I would have enjoyed it a lot more if we got the full resolution. But, yeah, I don't know. The season just feels off or slow or maybe just because there wasn't enough of a break from 38 to this. Like, there wasn't enough time to miss some of these people and it's a lot of the same people. And I'll, even the other people were on USA, which, like, had such a clunker of an ending. I don't know. I'm not like that. I want to be more into this, but I'm just, like, not.
0: So your feelings are valid. Um, I I don't feel as low as you. I understand. Look, I also think All Stars from like a podcasting perspective. I don't want to speak for you, but mm-hmm. you know we could play it a little looser. The Episodes could be a little shorter. The notes could be a little less diligent. Like usually the game plays a little more straightforward. It's like All Stars and Challenge CBS. And I think this. I think we approach like a diet season, even mm-hmm. if it's not, I, we definitely have less view. There are less viewers, probably less listeners. Not that we really know that, but like there's just a summer vacation. It's like a summer school energy as opposed to like the big, Kahuna, right. like main stage show. So I'm not coming in as down. Cause I still feel like there's like a step back. There's like a bit of a reprieve from the challenge proper into like watching these Jamokes play. play. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, at the same time, um, I, I think, I don't feel something's off. In fact, I was like, "Oh, already episode five. What is it, episode three? Like, I was like, oh, this is moving. But, there is something which I think you hit on the head in the first episode, is like, why are these teams voting as pairs? The intrigue is coming from Danny being willing to go to right. rocks against his own damn partner. Like, I guess they never thought, that it would even be relevant like immediately switch to teams voting as individuals when you see this yes. happening
1: yeah let them play like the the you, you're you normally craving for the rookies or like the newbies to like want to branch out from their veterans and like do like their own thing and these people want to do it and they're like they can't like the it's so rare to see like the season structure is shackling the players usually it's the players <laughs> like shackling the season here it's like danny and sarah want to just start causing chaos and and i love it it's it's great i'm like really like excited to, every time sarah is like doing stuff she like wants to get in the mix she wants to you know break out of the cycle of people doing the same thing over and over again and, and i love that and i want her to be able to do it and i mean this is now like getting back to the episode but maybe you can help me because i am very confused by sarah with her voting and i been, I was like searching the hashtag. I was, I was, it's dangerous game to play. Cause I don't want to say like spoilers and stuff for like the whole season, season, but I was like trying to see if anyone talked about why on earth, Sarah, like burned her vote in a deadlock tie that she was so strongly pushing for. Why didn't she vote for Jordan?
0: Uh, okay. Quick pause. Speaking of summer vacation, I'm going to do some NGOG shit. I'm just pouring some water and I didn't want to do that. And people think <laughs> I was going to the bathroom. Um, so I apologize, very professional, but Daddy Rob's at the live show, so hopefully he's not doing quality control and listening to this. Um yeah, it's an excellent question. I, I think we're on the same page in that that's the most interesting thing to discuss this episode is like, where do people stand? Why did the votes happen the way they were? How did they get deadlocked? And like, what's going on here? I think the best explanation for Sarah's vote, it comes from, I just copied and pasted it into my doc. So, like, if I could. Uh, George, who said, why does Sarah drag Tori for working with her ex when Sarah and Theo burn votes causing the deadlock? I would imagine it's because Kaz is Theo's ex, in which case, where's that energy for him? Mm. I, I I don't remember the voting between Sarah and Theo last week, but it seems that, well, let me take five steps back because I think we have to go through this really slowly beep, for, beep, for me. Beep.
1: That was my going backwards sound effect.
0: Oh my god! I thought that kind of sounded like we had like lost connection and that you were cutting off at every word. And I'm like, I'm not starting this over. Like this is just a wrap on this. Wow, we were about nope. to just cut to a to be continued next week, just like the show.
1: That would be so cool. That would be an innovative podcast where you like lead up to like a big point and you cut off and do a to be continued on a podcast. I think that could be as it's groundbreaking funny. as our individual recordings loop together. We should do that one week.
0: Well, that is um the whole concept of 32 fans is it just explodes at 32 minutes, no matter what they're talking about.
1: Not to sound, not to, you know, reveal (laughs) myself, but I did. Is that actually true?
0: So only the 32, only the actual namesake of their podcast. So when they do 32 fans of the shows, come on and preview the NFL season, Mm. I believe they still cap that to 32 minutes and a bomb explodes. And it's very terrifying when you're listening on your headphones (laughs) And you don't know that that's coming. Like, I think they've gotten some complaints that in the world we live in, it's a very mm-hmm. terrifying sound effect.
1: <laughs> Which is fair. <laughs> that's very fair. Uh, but that, all right, there you go. Good job. Uh, that's why the
0: like thing is like, 32 fans watch out for the patron bomb blast. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe it's only the patrons. Who cares? Okay. Wow. Let's get back on track, Allie. Mm-hmm. Talking to myself. myself. Um, so it appears like Danny... And well, I would ask a first, just establishing question. We have to mm-hmm. decide what we think about this to move forward. Did the stalemate occur because Tori and Danny could not decide on their vote, or because Danny cast their, their deciding vote, which put them to a stalemate? Because I feel like we got a little bit of conflicting information in the talking heads.
1: I think it's because they the votes were tied for the second person. Because they, I think Danny like burned the vote, and I think it went through to Jody and Kellyanne, and I think the other person was just the other vote was tied between Jordan and um uh, and the other Australian team, who yes, yes, and Emily.
0: Okay, so that's my interpretation as well. Uh, Although in theory, there should probably be some way for the teams to not even be able to cast a vote because they're deadlocked as a team
1: right but i mean this was survivor there'd be a revote, and you the rule would be you can't you can only vote for those two teams and like let that play out which honestly would be pretty more entertaining and ha- making people decide um I, don't, I I would love them just to do that
0: i agree they should have gone to a revote out of the two teams a hundred percent um not really the challenge style but I would be on board rather than the outcome just being the team in power picks from anyone. Um, and
1: it was 4 4, but I just did like a quick mental math. Yeah, it was 4 4. Emily and yes, and Jordan and Kaz each had four votes.
0: And then who was the other team that was voted in?
1: And then well, everyone voted for John and Grant. Okay. Because so right, were they were
0: all on the, the same team. page. Yeah. All right. So let's assume that Danny cast the deciding vote of his team. Tori last week definitely spoke for her team and cast her vote. I remember that because she yes. was just like, sorry, this is the vote. So either they've worked that out amongst themselves that we're going to alternate authority on our vote, mm-hmm. or there's some function for that. But that was kind of strange. I, I sort of expected Tori to like do more, but she seemed to just concede. That's one note, but I don't know if Sarah and Theo had the same thing where this just wasn't Sarah's call this week, but you'd see like they'd have to get on the same page, which is my biggest complaint with the whole move is for Danny to make this big of a swing against Mm -hmm. Ben, even though Ben turned on him and his own partner and his team's closest ally in Jordan via his own partner Mm -hmm. in front of everyone and make such a publicly aggressive move. You have to be sure that's going to land. You cannot do that and then hope that the challenge gods work it in your favor such that he goes in
1: right and the way and also maybe a point and maybe the why it was a stalemate was because maybe their vote didn't go through tori was bringing up the point that she kept saying they might go in i don't think she was even saying like oh maybe it'll randomly be determined or like the winners might pick them to go in i think it's because like if she thinks back to like zach and uh amanda when they couldn't decide and they were forced to go in she might be thinking if we can't decide dj since we're the team that can't decide we're gonna be the team that goes in automatically so maybe it was the fact that they just they didn't agree on their vote also or i guess it's probably both i guess but maybe tory thought it was going to be because of that
0: well regardless you're like like that is If if Danny was banking on some sort of survivor esque vote, well, like Kiki didn't give him enough notes before he went on the challenge, because that almost never happens. You are more likely to fear going in yourself, and whether that's because anybody can be eligible or because there will be some random scheme where you're screwed or whatever, and or the person the team in power ending up picking is not that surprising, or the power would go to Wes and Zara is another thing you could probably think would happen. So. I just thought it was awesome for Danny to, like, really have conviction and mm-hmm. be thinking long term. It was frustrating because when he saw that he got betrayed by Ben, he should have just let it go.
1: He he should have let it go probably for his own game, but I'm so happy he didn't because... And I think we we saw this with Tori like in our professional last week about why some of these players aren't screwing each other over because they are just they know they're going to be on so many seasons and it's not even just like now they don't have to think about being on the same season of like the challenge proper. Now they can be on the same season of it All-Stars. They can be the same season on the Challenge USA. They can be the same teams of the World Championships. There's so many iterations for these people to be playing this game together that there is even less of an incentive to screw people because there's more reasons and more opportunities to work together. So, but when you have Danny and Sarah, they know that very, very likely this is the last time they'll probably play this game. So why not just go balls to the wall and do what they want to do and make the most of this like fun opportunity to be on the show. So I love that even though it probably made more sense for Danny to back down, I just love that someone is doing something that maybe isn't like in the best interest for their game, but is in the best interest of this TV show. And at the end of the day, like we want this show to be entertaining. So I'm so thankful he did something that's like, entertaining.
0: Well, that's interesting because I believe Danny's motivations to be, I came here, I left my wife, I left my kid, I want to win money and jordan and wes and bananas and the legends or whatever stand in the way of me winning money and versus like i don't picture him as someone who is producing television and is like oh this will be really sick even if i go home sooner
1: no i don't yeah yeah i'm not even i'm not even saying that he's doing it to Make good TV. I'm saying that I'm just happy that's the result. I think people can sometimes just make bad decisions. I think he does think this is better for his game. I think once the votes are not there, going forward with this even more is not good for his game. I'm just happy he's willing to make a, a wrong decision or not willing, is making a wrong decision that results in good TV.
0: Well, it's also I blame Tori for this partially, too, because I do think this was a lesson in Tori being too comfortable in that, like, why wouldn't Danny just follow my lead and go with my alliances and like, it's best for him. Like, I, I think there's a communication breakdown because like Sarah, when she's doing the, like, Tori doesn't belong to, like, I have to believe that was like edited and that's not what she said. Like in this moment, cause it was extremely ridiculous, but to be charitable, maybe it was edited when she's like, Tori's stupid and shouldn't be here. Like to say that you should protect your fiance because you were engaged is so stupid whatever. Mm -hmm. Tori is like, needs to be explaining to Danny that Jordan is long-term safety for us. And you and I are a better physical and mental team than Jordan and Cass. And we will beat them in elimination. So they will help us get there. I just did it on the last season. They will help us get there. And then we will beat them, even if she doesn't believe it like that. She needs to be selling him on the full fantasy and he needs to be explained to her. My concerns are that your allies will beat us in the final and let her explain that to him. Like, I feel like she mm-hmm. just is coasting on her legend status and is not considering that Danny has some valid concerns.
1: And I think even if they had this conversation, the fact that Danny He's obviously a fan of the show and his wife's a fan of the show. and was able to like tell him all about this stuff. The fact that he didn't see Tory win and didn't see them really dominate Jordan in a final, albeit given his, his partner, but dominate them in a final. It does still like going into that last season. Our picture of Jordan was under no circumstance. Can you let him get to a final? Because all this guy does is win in the final. You have to get rid of him no matter what. So if that's Danny's mindset going in. He's thinking, yeah, this guy might vote with us, but he, I I cannot beat him in the final. The finals are more geared towards his skill set than maybe even mine. So I need to get him out no matter what, even if he is lockstep and barrel voting with us. I don't care, I need him out.
0: Yeah, but I it's not like Tori's not allowed to say we might not see that making air, but Tori can tell him what happens.
1: Sure, but telling I think, I think I think uh, yeah, I think telling is different than seeing them it. All. Yeah, I I just think telling someone it's like if you see it play out, I feel like it hits different than just Tori telling you. I think the mindset of, uh, you know, comprehending it and getting it and seeing it is much different than um, when someone just tells you what happened.
0: No, that's fair. I I do also think Danny's not really a fan of the challenge. And that's part of the issue. Right. Like he was like, Kiki told me to pick Mm -hmm. Tori or I forget who else Kiki identified. And maybe Kiki told me not to associate with Jordan or whatever. Like, I don't, it doesn't strike me that Danny is really like operating from like a lot of rich back knowledge. Um, But maybe that's not fair. My bigger frustration, I, I think Danny has a valid position. I think Tori has a valid position. So I don't, I'm not even really willing to say Danny's being dumb here. Maybe it is better to take the shot. That there will be some mechanism for Jordan to go in against Wes here because at some point they're going to lose their numbers that they the the little numbers they even have now in the resistance. Mm-hmm. so maybe it is just w- worth taking a stab and either way, you're still insulated by Tory being your partner so you know maybe it's not that bad of a move um, but the bigger frustration I have is with Sarah and Justine because I think they're being really hard on Ben and expecting a lot out of Ben and Danny, where it's really easy for Sarah to say, don't just go with the legends and do their bidding, because she doesn't benefit from her legend partner, because her legend partner is Theo, whose closest relationships are with the UK team. Like, he doesn't even have this, like, already determined roadmap of alliances. And Justine is with Bananas, who just happens to be on the outs, seemingly, of the Jordan West, Tory Casey alliance Mm -hmm. so it's very easy for them to say oh Ben vote against your partner's interests." from Ben's perspective him and Casey are going to win if they get to the end so Mm -hmm. why would he go against Casey's end roads to be a part of the little scrappy resistance
1: yeah no I absolutely agree I think Ben was a a little scapegoated by the rest of them um, I think Sarah and clearly Justine and some of the others are still carrying a lot of the stuff from either Survivor or Challenge USA. They did some flashbacks to again. So I think they're still carrying that. I think Ben in his mind can say like all that is squashed and behind all of them, but clearly it's not. So he needs to, hopefully this will make him pick up on that and maybe have further conversations. So they actually can squash it if that's what he wants. Cause clearly in their minds that whatever, untrustiness and beef that they had is certainly not squashed.
0: Now that said, mm-hmm. defending Ben, defending Tory, whatever, it is objectively the best decision for almost everyone in the house. Like in an older school season of the challenge, Jordan and Cass absolutely would have been in this elimination and the American Australian MVP plan would have worked. Am I is
1: that, am I oversimplifying? No, I mean, it, it seemed like the most obvious move. You got Wes in there throwing another good team, throwing, they wanted to throw in bananas. That would have made perfect sense too. He'd throw in Jordan. This makes perfect sense too. There are, I mean, honestly, if you're throwing in one of the Australian teams like Johnny and Grant, isn't even that bad of a mood either because of just how good of, of a team they are. So I, I think I no matter what, they, everyone was on the right track of like, we have Wes, in there. Let's throw in another good team to go against him. And given how good John A's been and how good Grant is, you can almost argue that they're more of a threat. So, I think wherever you wanted to go, the the right... There was going to be no bad outcome for everyone still in the game because a a good team was going, going to be eliminated.
0: Well, if I were the resistance, which is the team that was trying to get in, the group of people who were trying to get Jordan in, with Grant and John A. as the the throwaway vote, the the the, the um pawn vote. Mm-hmm. I, part of the reason I'd be doing it is because okay, either way, Wes and Jordan, one of them goes home. They're a big threat to win. But the other reason would be because I would want to leave Tori and Danny more vulnerable. So it is funny that Danny is the one leading the charge mm-hmm. to get his own shield um out, but. You mentioned John A. and Grant. You liked their move to willingly be the pawn?
1: I mean, I think it was almost like it was going to happen, so if it's going to happen, you might as well just fake take one for the team, because um, in their mind, they were they, if, if their plan worked out, they were definitely going to be safe, but um, I, I don't really think they had a choice in the matter. I feel like this plan was going to be playing out, and they were just not fighting it to cause a rift within their alliance.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it was smart also because, like, the more obvious suggestion would have been oh, Amber and Troy can be the pawn, but I think then maybe Ben's ridiculous attempt to negotiate at the table might have been uh, better received. Like, you can't actually put the team that's most expendable on the chopping block as the pawn. So... I, I I always get nervous for something like that, but I ultimately think it was a smart decision
1: mm-hmm.
0: taking one for their team, literally.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but speaking, I was going
1: speaking of nervous, just to go back to the daily for a quick second. You saw we saw Amber mention how she's been feeling sick and wasn't feeling well, and then obviously the news that comes out at the thirty eight reunion. I would imagine she's pregnant at this season. We have right? Questions so. about
0: that? wait come back one okay, second. We'll come back.
1: Is like
0: is. <laughs> The John A thing really bites John A in the ass, doesn't it? Because
1: Yeah, big time. She,
0: Kellyanne ends up voting against her and mm-hmm. not as a pawn. And Jody and Ben Ha. She ends up getting no she earns no goodwill from Jody and Ben Ha. Well
1: because no. I think Jody- She no, because they vote I mean they voted for John A and Grant, but they voted with John A and Grant's plan for them to be the pawn. Oh, did like they? they vote, I had the down voted, so then
0: I, I got it yeah. down wrong. Yeah, they voted Are you Jordan sure? And the cast.
1: I wrote it down, so I'm like 98% sure, but I've I've been known to get many things wrong. So it's very possible. But I noted that they voted for Jordan and Cass.
0: I have that they voted for Emily and yes and Brandon John A. Go to the Wikipedia. I'm going. I'm going to too.
1: Race. race.
0: Honestly, I get so confused during these votes anyway, so it's like I'm probably wrong. Um, then fine. But while we my real grievance is that John A still pounding this Kellyanne drum, which is it is Kellyanne the have no social capital in the house and therefore needed to be cut as the dead weight, like dragging you down and the whole house hates her. Or does she have so much social capital that she mm-hmm. has collected votes and made you the target? Like it was so frustrating to me when John A goes to Emily and is like, it's going to be me. Cause like Kellyanne wants it to be me.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, look, it was very sloppy. It made no sense for for John A. to cut Kellyanne like that, and again, just to do it as ruthlessly as she did. I, I the fact that Kellyanne keeps harping on, rightfully so, not harping on, I, that's, that's a bad connotation. Like going back to how she like blatantly lied to her like a couple hours before the elimination. I almost think if John A. was just open to her and just share like I, I have to go along with the house. I really want to work with you. Hopefully, you win. You come back. We can you know rekindle things and get everyone back. But I just have to do this for my game. I think there's a world where Kellyanne could in the moment be upset, but then get back to the house and forgive her and move on. But the fact that Johnny was so brutal about it and just lying straight to her face, like there's no going back to that. Kellyanne's like, I just, I can't forgive that. I'd be like stupid to forgive that. I have to target her. So Johnny was, it was incredibly sloppy. It was like the worst move she's made in her uh, you know post-challenge proper uh, career, um, for sure, because it's really coming back to bite it.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, that's, I was going to say that's a cold take, not cold. I mean, we talked about that when that happened. That's not like new news. No, absolutely. Um, but sometimes,
1: you know, you do those things and there isn't as blatant of opportunity for it to, you know, bite you in the butt so quickly. Like this was, you know, three weeks ago, two weeks ago that this uh, kind of played out. So it's so quickly to come back to hurt, John.
0: More than it's like, actually, because I don't really think, like, I guess what my frustration is, I really don't think it had anything to do with that vote. Um, and you were right. I was wrong about Ben Benhan Jody, mm-hmm. but I don't think Kellyanne like, okay, yes, maybe Kellyanne wouldn't have been a number for John A for the other side. But the reason that they're targeting John A is not because Kellyanne is kicking up dust and getting the house to vote for her. It's because they want to target two strong Australia teams. So uh, yeah, definitely did her no favors, but nope, certainly not. I was just pissed at her. Like, Oh, the, the, the the social genius the strategic mastermind is forcing the whole house against me like Mm john a which is it anyway i'm somebody wrote to me and said uh that john a was on the first episode this season of the official challenge podcast i need to listen to that i'll stop carrying on like a pork chop now
1: (laughs) yeah funny uh funny i like that they dropped like the uh Whatever the Wikipedia for a term is, whatever that uh, website is, <laughs> drop the meaning behind it.
0: Do you like Emily and Grant? I they're do. They're a duo.
1: Yeah, they're. Uh, I feel like we haven't got we haven't gotten as much from Emily as we've gotten from Grant so far. Obviously, Grant's been in power more, so that makes more sense. So we've got to see more from him. Um, I want to see more from from Emily, um, but I, I think they both bring a good fresh flavor to the show. I think they're both eager and wanted to do well and win. So like I'm, I'm here for both of them so far. I just, I feel like we've seen a little bit more from Grant so far.
0: I have turned on them this episode. I can't stand them. Now they should be on the show because I'm having a reaction to them. So I'm not saying that me not liking someone universe doesn't mean I don't want them on the show. It's just
1: for the most part. There's some I, people who don't they, like that. It shouldn't be on the show, but yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I just think like mean girls this episode. And I think turn talking shit about your own team. They're mm-hmm. getting too big for their britches. They think they're hot shit. And it's like, I'm not impressed by you. I love Kiki. I'm eating the edit up. Like, I think they want us to like Kiki and they want us to be like, wow, Emily and grant are really mean and sleeping on Kiki. And I'm here screaming that at my TV. Like I, I am over them. And I'm here for Kiki.
1: Yeah, it was even weird um, when when John A. was telling Emily, like, oh, I think it's going to be me. And then Emily was like, well, they'll never vote in. uh, Kiki will never vote in an Australian team, so you have nothing to worry about. And it's like, well, the plan was to have the only options be two Australian teams. So (laughs) there was no going back unless you can't uh, abstain from that vote. So that was a little frustrating. It didn't seem like Emily was kind of grasping what the plan was at the moment.
0: Do you think, I know we talked about Darrell, but I e- clock that foreshadowing too. I mean, I'd have to be covering my ears like I'm trying to avoid the uh the opening. But um it seemed like they were setting it up for Kiki to put in an Australian, even if she didn't have to, which now as we go into next week, that opportunity is going to present itself. We see Kiki seemingly wanting to do that, but we see Durrell saying it's too early. Do you think Darrell's gonna win out and we're just gonna get some like boring? same old pair elimination.
1: I kind of do. And I think the fact that it's going to, that, that it was a to be continued and they were playing it out for an extra week makes me lean towards is going to be like a boring team going in. Cause I think if they would have had the wow moment, I feel like they would have wanted it to play out here and they'd rather just keep the speculation going for a week. If it was, if it that wasn't going to happen. So I do think we're getting uh maybe even like an Amber, uh, not Amherst, right? Like a uh, Tristan Kellyanne type thing going in this next week.
0: I totally agree because say exactly if they had the shot of Wes and uh, Zara, I'm gonna say Kara. Wes and Kaz and Zara combined. If they had the shot of Wes and and Zara being put up against John A and Grant or Emily and Yes, we would see them face-to-face in the sand. Yeah. Uh, and that would be the more interesting piece. Um, but I'm not disappointed only because I do think it would be such a loss if we lose Wes and Zara this soon. I think they're one of like the most dynamic, fun pairs, mostly because of Zara. And any of the other teams could beat them too. I just really hope they don't go home.
1: Yeah, I know. I agree. They're one of the fun teams. That makes I think if we lost Kellyanne and Tristan or Han and Jody, then at least we're losing that like expendable team for the next cycle, so that at least one of them are gone, and people will soon be forced to make these decisions. Um, but maybe they'll just have another stalemate again.
0: Well, here's another question I had hmm. about Danny and Sarah. Like, this is also what maybe makes me think Danny is, like, going on the advice of Kiki and just working what he sees in the house now versus, like, I don't know, a more challenge fans perspective. Because if you don't want to pick somebody who's got a stronger ally in the house than their teammate, why pick one of the most entrenched legends available to be picked, if not the most? Tori was probably the person he should have picked last based on how frustrating he is. Frustrated
1: he is with the legend gameplay. Hmm. Yeah, no, that's actually a really good point. Um, I don't know what level of force that he had. I think he just wanted to go with. I'm going to take with the best person. And I don't know how the game's going to play out, so let me just pick my the person that Kiki has told me is going to be really great. Yeah, he. I think he didn't realize what he was getting himself into and what the game dynamics were going to be when he picked Tori
0: um but all right let's get to the daily because yeah you're not the only one thought that when amber vomited i i think we all thought it. caitlin g said did anyone else cringe when amber said she's been sick for the last few weeks my mind went straight to morning sickness how can how many pregnant contestants will it take for production to start providing adequate adequate medical care
1: it's not even like just like minor at like just a minor i feel like a pregnancy test is not even like adequate it's like the baseline minor like the, what is the, the floors on the ground the bars on the ground it's crazy it wasn't like this is the first this is not the first time here
0: it was a little difficult because i feel like at first the smoothies were like tj didn't highlight that they'd be gross so at first i was like is it just the quantity that they're you can't throw up after you have that quantity and then get shaken around But then I think like one of the people drinking it mentioned that it was garlic and chili. Mm -hmm. And Amber really is the only person who can't drink it. I mean, Zara and Wes choose not to drink it. Theo vomits. But Amber really, I think, has the biggest struggle with it. And yeah, I don't know the timeline of her pregnancy. I think the Internet has said she would have been pregnant on the challenge. This challenge.
1: No, right. I think so. I think so, I mean, this was filmed I mean, we can easily check based off whenever the BMX Hall Hall of Fame was, but I feel like this was like November. <laughs> um, so what a great poll.
0: Um, yeah, I think that the smoothing part, I like that they're playing with having a penalty for vomiting, although you should have a penalty for pouring half of it down your shirt, John A. Um,
1: also, I feel like the penalty for choosing not to do it should be more than choosing to do it, failing, and puking. Like, I feel like Wes and Zara should have had a larger penalty just for not doing it than Amber for puking and failing.
0: See, it's giving the producers who penalized Angela. I think I don't mind it. I, it did. it Admittedly, it did feel harsh when Amber first got negative seven, when she tried and got DQ'd. However, I think there is a cost benefit analysis that's worth doing of I want to drink this, but I might puke. I might puke multiple times. I might puke and still not be able to finish. So Mm -hmm. do I take the minus five now or do I try to only get a minus two or a zero knowing that what happened to Amber could happen? So I actually think there should be more of a penalty for Mm -hmm. how many more X's you get so that there's a reason why Wes's decision wasn't so stupid.
1: Yeah. I would say I, I don't know if they actually knew the full point system. I feel like that was like a TJ voiceover type thing of like announcing what it was. Obviously, when they failed, you would know what the point system was, but I don't think going in, it was like very clear what the negative result would have been if you tried and failed or puked and failed or, you know, all that nine yards. The uh, BMX Hall of fame was October 29th, so this would be, you know, a few days later looking at the beginning of November.
0: I'm going to assume that they knew the point totals. I agree it was in voiceover, but there's a lot of reasons voiceover happens. Um, it could be the audio was bad. It could be he didn't say it in the mm-hmm. way that they wanted him to say it. It could be that a producer told them the rules and then TJ came and, you know, whatever. Yep. But I- I'm going to choose to assume that these people demanded to know the consequences of this and didn't just roll the dice. Cause everyone did seem to know that Wes was in the negatives when he finished. So. Right right i don't believe that they would just take random penalties I, they would it's the challenge but <laughs> right. i'm gonna i'm gonna choose to believe that wes at least wouldn't just roll the dice on a random penalty
1: uh-huh yeah but i mean i, I did like the daily that i know we kind of touched on that at the top but yeah i thought it was i thought it was a lot of fun um easy to track easy to follow um look yeah it like a lot of fun to do
0: i loved it it was giving hem- heavy machinery but with a purpose like it's mm-hmm. the things i always complain about like we got a roll in these big cranes but there was a total reason for yep. it it looked cool it was legit um i agree it was giving quidditch at times um bit. but my only grievance is that did we ever get the shot of the results of the third heat
1: no yeah i they, think they, that's they wanted to keep that in suspense because they didn't want to show like how badly those teams did or how good, because it seemed like bananas uh, uh, and Justine were going to win, like based off how they did in heat one. So they kind of kept that secret for heat three.
0: I just, I don't mind the buildup so that he can actually announce something. But then I think while he's congratulating the winners, the same graphic should show the results of the last four, because I needed to be impressed that Amber and Troy made up from negative seven to come to at least negative two.
1: Yeah, pretty impressive. Yeah, I thought they would be done so. So very, uh, very good job by them to avoid the uh, the negatives.
0: Um, sorry, I have so many capital. I'm just screaming in my notes, but about <laughs> nothing that I care to talk about. So it's like, what was even happening there? Are you five, okay? Five out know. of ten,
1: too. Just a five out of ten <laughs> screaming.
0: Yeah, well, that's why. That's why mm-hmm. I'm a 5 out of 10 instead of a 0 out of 10, because I got some of it out in text, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess we already talked about the rest. Yeah. <laughs> like, we did it a real <laughs> in reverse.
1: We uh, spun around the wheel doing that. But yeah, I don't know. Anything else? Um, I don't think so. For like, the Do something critical. Please.
0: Is this the best TJ has ever looked in his life? Ooh. In this elimination? Did you clock the fit?
1: I didn't. I didn't stand out. I was too busy like pressing pause to see how much time was left and realizing we were in for it to be continued. Um,
0: I literally looked up and he took my breath away. Oof. Like I was like typing in all caps and whatever and not really like always looking up. Sometimes I'm listening to notes. I look up and I was like, oh, I guess.
1: You know what? You get inducted in the Hall of Fame. You get a little extra glow when you come back.
0: I'm not trying to dog him, but he looked much better than he did at the awards for the, the BMX off game.
1: I was surprised like um, the players didn't like acknowledge it when he was back. Um, they didn't say like oh congrats. I'm sure they probably did, but I thought they would have uh, tossed that into the episode. Also did you clock him saying like for normally he announces like all right, welcome to like the fifth challenge of the season he called it the fifth event of the season for the daily he called it the event. I like. It was very. He's a little
0: off his game. Yeah. Co-host he involved helping him out.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think maybe it was like his BMX. Like the, this is the event he's riding in, and like he just like forgot like what he calls the the daily or the challenge. Like, I, think, I don't think he calls it the daily. I think he just says like the challenge. But It was very odd to hear him say event. Um.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is weird. Um. I have some questions. One is from me, but one is from the listeners. So let me go with this first. Katie says. I love that the episode titles usually have a theme each season. Every episode in the season so far has had the word world in it. Mm-hmm. What world-based phrase or plan words do you think is most likely to be an episode title this season? My guess is some plan around the world in 80 days.
1: Very good question. So what, what have we had so far? So the first episode was Run the World. Episode two was When Worlds Collide. Episode three was Us Against the World." Episode four was World on Fire. And then yeah, this week was Everyone Wants to Rule the World.
0: Are these also songs or no?
1: Prob- I think the, it seems I like I think
0: they're also, I think there are songs that have world in
1: it. So we are the world must be coming. I would imagine. If that's it, I, I think that's the name of the, song, I think the name of that song. Um,
0: I think the Zare- right? Run the world is say them again.
1: Mm-hmm. When worlds collide. Us Against the World, World on Fire. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: everyone, wa- everyone
1: Wants to Rule the World.
0: Yeah, I, fun, think, I think those are songs. Um, did they already do Around the World, you said?
1: Uh, no.
0: Oh, she suggested Around the World in 80 Days. If it is songs, they could just go Around the World.
1: Well, don't tempt um, them with 80 Days. The final's going to be 80 Days before you know it.
0: What about Till the World Ends, Lil' Britney? It's the
1: end of the world as we know it. Yeah, I wish uh, we did like puns, like fitting in world where it didn't belong and like doing some worldle puns. Like Wordle be a fun name for an episode.
0: That's not a pun with world <laughs> in it. That's, <laughs> it's that's Wordle.
1: wordle. It really sounds like worldle. Yeah. <laughs> worldle for the, and then they do it. Uh, people have to learn how to play the game. So it's not Sudoku. I feel like that would be a lot easier. Although they kind of did Wordle but like a longer version of it last for one of the uh, eliminations last season. It was like eight letter words.
0: Um. And then my question is, Hmm. did you end up ever and ever end up watching are you the one?
1: No, I did not. I did not, but it is on Paramount plus, right? So I guess I could watch it. Was it good? Should you? Should I?
0: I don't. Think it's worth watching? Like, oh boy! I'm trying to remember. So I've now seen all of the episodes. I was fine watching it. I didn't really connect with anyone. It's a different production company. Like, I don't think they do as good of a job. Like, that you don't really see the challenges or even more of a formality, if you can imagine, than they used to be. Mm.
1: Um, they still don't give do, like extra rewards to like figure out who it is from when the 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 challenges are still just for dates. Well,
0: no, I mean, they have like the girls go answer one question about three of the guys and then an envelope, they open an envelope and it's like, oh, the the girl who did the worst and the girl who did the best are going to go on a date or the girl who did the best is going to pick herself a date and two other people to go on a date. There's more flexibility. It's not just like the pure winners.
1: Right. But
0: the challenges are literally like there's one question about three of the guys. Like it's not a challenge they're all sitting on the couch
1: I always thought um, my idea would have fixed the show they should have made it less about like like the love portion a little bit more in the game portion it should have been like eight week eight guesses instead of ten and like whoever was paired together on that eighth week gets the million and everyone else doesn't so it's a little bit more of like not everyone working together it's a little bit more people can do things for themselves
0: so that is not your famous are the one theory that's not a bad suggestion but well, what I is my other one saying which is what I was excited to tell you about mm. is you always said the people who are eliminated should not. Oh, leave. yes.
1: That's now, it. That's
0: not what happened, but I would say that's your most well-known yeah. suggestion, your mm-hmm. longest running suggestion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so I got really optimistic because the first couple that gets matched the very next episode, they get brought back in for like, a period of time to like give advice. Or, <laughs> but
1: it's just really follow like, your heart, guys. I know it's hard, but just follow your heart and you can be like us. Just trust me. That's all you need to do.
0: But there was drama because like the winning, the first couple like smashed like the woman from the first couple like smashed another dude on her way out. <laughs> and so it was like good to have them like back in the house, except that they were playing like a little bit of a role of like we're the couple who gets it, mm-hmm. But I was like, "Oh my god, like they're getting it. They're like seeing the Brian Cohen way and mm-hmm. like putting these people right back in." And that that was it. it. Never happened again.
1: If anyone could just see the Brian Cohen way, that's all you need in life.
0: I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's introduced one. I don't know about that. But that's it.
1: All right. There you go.
0: I don't see a real future for any of the cast our the one on the challenge, but
1: no, well, I mean, it took the race like six years to get on the show, so I don't, you know, Challenge Forty Five. Maybe they'll they'll come on. <laughs> All right. Any other? Were there any other general questions, Rob? The, the, yeah, uh, but I'm
0: done. I'll okay. save them for next.
1: time Uh You can subscribe at robiswebsite dot slash challenge feed to follow me on Twitter and TikTok for however long that's around at Cohen Brian underscore. They can follow you
0: at lash tweets. And cool. you can check out New Girl Old Guy. Uh no new episode this week. We'll be back with a prepay second episode next week, anchor.fm slash new girl old guy. And
1: Season finale, right? You're up to the season four finale.
0: We are. Uh, that'll be thrilling. And then we'll watch a movie that nobody else will watch. Um Have you already I announced think- what you're
1: doing for the jar yet? Or do you announce that um or do you pick you pick it after the final? Yeah, exactly.
0: Pick it after the uh, finale. Um, I don't know if I've been back into our five-star reviews lately, uh, but thank you to uh, Paige FLA, who wrote us a review I did at you. So if you're if you're with us for the challenge uh, world domination, let us know. Uh, mm-hmm. Challenge... Uh, sorry, robinswebsite.com slash challenge feed.
1: I know we know we talked about it, but it was unbelievable to see Jack Johnson as like one of the only celebrities at part of that challenge documentary like the fact that like what are the odds with that is the show you do and then he's a, cha- a super challenge fan that he's on the challenge doc like that's weirdly coincidental me? who
0: wants to tell brian that's not jack johnson
1: oh boy, what's that you say his Oh, ah, damn it! That's why I, so I, I, like <laughs> I never say. I never say actors' name too because I always screw it up. I should have just said Nick Miller. Damn it! Jake. What is his full name?
0: Jake Johnson.
1: Jake Johnson. Okay. You know what? The I'm sure. I'm so, uh, you know what? Maybe his real name is Jack, and Jake's for sure. You never know. Full circle back to the weird nicknames. Those could be connected. You never know. Okay. That's a stage, that's a stage <laughs> it's a stage name. It's a stage name. It's a stage name.
0: <laughs> yeah because jack johnson was taken so he had to go with Dave. exactly exactly
1: all right till next week episode six have a good one